0: Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now,
1: here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candace McKinley. Welcome, welcome everyone to this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes Show. I'm your host, intuitive business coach, Candace McKim, and today we are going to be talking about boundaries, and no is a complete sentence. So we're going to be talking about how to create strong boundaries, and it's what's going to help you to keep moving towards your successful business. And no uh, can be a complete sentence, though for women, it might sound a little bit harsh and it might be a little bit harder for us. And we might have a harder time saying no to friends, clients, family and colleagues. So if you find yourself continually uh, finding yourself being pulled away from putting the time and energy into your business, days, weeks, months, and even years go by and you still aren't making the impact that you desire, then maybe it's time to set some boundaries. And that's what we're going to talk about today and it's not cruel to create boundaries having boundaries gives your business purpose and life momentum and uh so, and what you're creating is really important so it's important to for not not only for for you but for your family your com- community and for the people who want to hire you, your clients or potential clients that are out there waiting for you to uh, put some energy into your business instead of being pulled in so many different directions. So in this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes, I'm going to guide you to create boundaries that will support your and uh, your sustainability so that you can grow your business with healthy, happy mind. So as an intuitive business coach, this is what I do is I coach women to move away from fads and trends in building a business and learn how to follow their intuitive guidance, follow your intuitive guidance into a successful spiritually led business. I'm also a speaker and author, and I've been speaking about intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as I created a deck of oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition, Oracle Cards. So later in the show, I'm going to be pulling you three cards that are going to represent body, mind, spirit for you to uh, focus on for the next week. And I'm going to like bring, it, bring those cards into this topic that we're talking about, which is about boundaries. And uh, also, if you're listening live, join us in the chat room and I will draw you a card personally for you for either body mind or spirit. So when you get when you join us live, come into the chat room and then put in body mind or spirit into the chat, into the comments and then later in the show I will draw you a card and that'll be that's super fun as well. Also, I wanted to offer you my free uh realigning with your vision uh four-part video series. It's an amazing opportunity for you to really dive into you know, the ebbs and the flows of your business and how to navigate those ebbs and flows, how to connect to your intuition and move through resistance that's holding you back, taking that inspired action to really grow your business into uh, making the impact and the income that you desire and injecting your spiritual vision into your business. It's, um, as I said, it's called Realigning with Your Vision. It's a four-part video series and I'm offering it to you for free. It's on my website, candicemckim.com. C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M dot com. And you go to you click the link. Uh, it'll be in the show notes. And then when you get there, you'll see this big, happy picture of me. And then there's the link right on my face. <laughs> you can click it and then you can uh, go in and just uh, you'll get access to those four part videos and uh, those four videos. And they really will um, really help you to guide you in in your processes And um, again, if you're joining live, join us in the chat room. And if you are listening afterwards, please go uh, on any of the podcasts. It's on 450 podcast TV and radio platforms and whatever you're listening on, please uh, rate, share, comment, all of the things that they (laughs) are available for you to do. It really does help me out a lot. Okay, so no is a complete sentence. How does that make you feel? Does that feel a little bit harsh? Maybe is that uh, make you feel a little bit uncomfortable when people ask you something and you go, "Mm, no, can't do that. Oh, "Mm, no, not going to be able to make that happen. Um, You know one. I believe that one of the worst lies that we've been told as women is that it's admirable to be selfless. And that sometimes we feel like when we create boundaries and that when we create, when we say no to people, that we're being selfish because we're looking after ourselves. And I say hell no to that. Hell yes to sustainability and creating powerful lives, living our dharma. That's what we want to say hell yes to. But uh, thinking that it's admirable or at some point we're going to get a gold star or I don't know that it's uh, you know, the saying it's better to give than to receive. Yes. It's at, you know, it's great to give, but not at the expense of yourself, right? We can't give at the expense of, of losing ourself and, uh, losing our, um, yeah, like losing our self-care, getting sick over it by over giving and giving and giving, or, you know, not having the worthiness or feeling the worthiness of ourselves and feeling that um, somehow by overgiving that it'll make us feel more worthwhile. And that's not how it works. We have to look after ourselves, and really really tapping into our self-worth is a huge part of it. So let's talk about boundaries. Like I believe that when we are constantly giving and giving to others to other people, it takes us away from what is important to us what we're here for in this lifetime and it and it can harm ourselves it can harm our, our health our wellness our relationships our you know it it affects all areas of our life when we're not looking after ourselves and we need and we need to do that to create boundaries again i believe that so many women like one of the things i found is that i saw so many really talented women in business who aren't making the income and the impact that they're doing, that they desire because they're holding back or not holding back. They're not giving their businesses the attention it needs and instead are getting pulled in so many different directions, right? They allow um, other other requests, not responsibility. They still are fulfilling their responsibility. Other requests take their time and their energy away from what they feel is really important. Um, it can be a distraction, right? When we, when, um, you know, like, I don't know, like it, uh, maybe you guys can relate to this, but I feel like when we're in business for ourselves, when we're self-employed, our family and friends, especially the first couple of years, and it's part of us too, right? It's us that's doing it, but we're allowing them to feel like well, we don't really have a job so that we're available all the time, right? We don't really have a job with set hours. We don't have a boss that we have to answer to and so that we're always available, right? And, you know, the feeling like, oh, I should be volunteering at the school because I, you know, I work for myself. And yes, working for yourself does give you a lot of flexibility, which is amazing and flexibility to volunteer at the school or whatever Whatever else you want to do, but what I found, especially when I was first in business, I so I had a yoga studio and I was running my yoga studio, and I would teach in the morning, and then I would have a break, and uh, then I would teach again in the afternoon, like later afternoon into the evening, and but then I also had a coaching business and a healing business, and so I would so that's what I did in the afternoon was my business, right, was my coaching business. And at the time, I didn't really call it a coaching business. It was more of a healing business and one on one sessions. I did that. Right. So it was a coaching business. But I would uh, find myself going for coffee after my first morning yoga yoga class that I taught. I would go for coffee with friends. And because, you know, but then it took me away from my business because then I would you know, I would do my yoga class and then uh, I would go for coffee and then it would be lunchtime and then it would be one o'clock or two o'clock. And then I'm working at, you know, on my business and it really, I really had to take a look at that. Like, you know, if I really want to make a business of coaching, which I did and I, you know, wanted to, and then I had to create boundaries around going on coffee dates and, you know, putting, Taking my energy away, you know, because I was because what was happening is a lot of people wanted to go for coffee with me because I was coaching them. (laughs) And and I'm sure you can relate to that, too. If you're a coach, we often start out realizing how much we're coaching our friends and students. I was coached like I'd go for coffee with my students that would come to my yoga classes. So I was coaching for free. Right. And not doing it in a formal way. And so and I'm sure if you're a coach, you can relate to this, like how many hours of coaching did you give away to your friends and people in your in your community? And I remember when I first started setting this boundary, this is coming back to me when I first started setting more boundaries around that, I actually had somebody say to me. I don't she said and I can't remember exact her, her exact words was something along the line of I wish I could just go for coffee with some of these people that I really really lo- love and admire what they're doing in their businesses because I I really would like to spend more time with them and I was like oh okay you know like I remember thinking that 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 was there was a desire there to spend time with them but not really. So there had to be boundaries, right? There had to be boundaries that, Oh, this is client time. And, you know, and also um, when you're, when you become a coach or even a teacher of yoga, when you're in that, there is some, there is a little bit of a separation of power, if you will. Um, And so that it, you know, it's like, do they become friends or are you still in that role the whole time? right? And what I was finding is that I stayed in that role, right? The whole time I was going for coffee with people, I stayed in that role of teacher and yogini and coach instead of it becoming friends. And so when this woman mentioned that to me, I thought to myself, okay, but then like, I want to go for coffee with friends, right? And then I want to coach people, and i want you to pay me <laughs> to coach me right and so it was really about really creating the boundaries so before we go into talking about how to create boundaries i want to talk to you about the people pleasing right like why do we why don't we set the boundaries there's a part of us that are wanting there's a part of us that needs to be fulfilled right um for me i know i really needed to and wanted to fulfill that That innate talent, gift, personality type that loves coaching. Like, I just love coaching people. I love going into deep conversations. I love hearing what's going on in their lives, right? And so for me, going for coffee was my way to fill that need until I realized that I actually want to make a business out of this. And so I don't want to give it away all the time and then and creating and instead creating the boundaries so that is that deep need that i had within me and so i want you to look at some of the ways and that you may be people pleasing or doing things that aren't serving your highest good right when we were when i was going for coffee it wasn't really serving my purpose it because you know i wanted to i you know want to be a coach and a speaker and right and 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 make a bigger impact in the world. And it wasn't doing that because there wasn't the exchange of energy, meaning financial, right? There needs to be an exchange of energy so that then they really value what they're getting, right. Of um, Having these sessions with me, right. Because they just thought we were going for coffee. So there, there's not the value there. And so what I want to talk about is taking a look at, uh, taking a deeper look at why, setting back, like why we don't set boundaries and how we need to set boundaries, especially as somebody who wants to fit in somebody w- who wants to connect with other people. And there's this, there's this part of us that um, is a people pleaser, right? And, you know, and, and like I was saying, it takes us away from what we're here to do in this lifetime. It takes us away from our purpose and showing up in the world and our most full expression of ourselves. And it's not cruel to create boundaries. I believe that that's part again of how we've been gaslighted as women that, you know, that we need to be selfless and that we, you know, that it's selfish to look after ourselves and to do self care and that creating boundaries is, is cruel and, um, And and it's harmful to other people, and people need us. And you know, who you know, I'm sure pops into our head. Who do we think we are that we're creating these boundaries and not giving, giving, giving to the people around us? And it's really an opportunity to take a look at ourselves. So we're going to be talking about um, some of the ways that we try to please other people, and I'm sure you're going to relate to some of these. So. It's time for our first break of the show, but when we come back, we're going to dive into these, into um, the six, six or six ways how we um, that people pleasing might be showing up for you in your life. So um, yeah, we're listening to find your hell yes with myself, Candace McKim on inspired choices network. We will be right back.
0: Are you intuitive we all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits listen for find your hell yes with candace mckim wednesday at 11 a.m eastern 10 a.m central 9 a.m mountain 8 a.m pacific on inspired choices network are you a subject matter expert are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at
1: Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with them, myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. So before we went to break, I was talking about how we have been gaslit lit or gaslighted as women to and told that we need to be selfless and that boundaries are selfish. And I'm here to say, hell no, that is not our truth. Our truth is that self being uh, creating boundaries is really what's going to get us to our next level of our business, our next level of success. It's going to, um, you know, uh, develop or increase our worthiness, our confidence And having that clarity, we're going to be talking about that in a bit, but I really wanted to talk about people pleasing and how we, and why we don't create boundaries. Some of the reasons why we don't, don't create boundaries is that we think um, that we need to, um, that it's selfish and that we are, yeah. And that we're, we are here to do stuff for other people. So the number one reason um, is is apologizing so notice if you if this is show any of these are showing up for you that you might be um, having a tendency to to be um, not creating boundaries so apologizing all the time and this is a funny story is that <laughs> don't you love it when somebody thinks they're so funny already <laughs> i'm just remembering the story but how especially as canadian so first of all women apologize more than men and Canadians pol- apologize more than anybody, any other country in the world. We're always saying sorry. And I know that when I go away, uh, a lot of times I'll say sorry to people like in the grocery store and stuff. And then uh, when I'm gone uh, out of the country for a while and I come back, I notice I remember this one time I started counting. For that the day I got back, I, I don't remember where I was, probably, re, you know, on a retreat or something. So gone for a couple of weeks and I came back and I was counting the number of times people apologized to me for in the grocery store. Like I went to buy groceries for the household and I I think it was like five times in one shopping trip people apologized for being near me in the grocery store, right? We're just sharing space and they're apologizing. But what what I thought was funny though, and I was going to share with you is I remember it was Christmas Eve and my, our kids were here and my uh, son's girlfriend at the time fiance now her and I were going to go to uh, go to a, a store to go shopping and it was Christmas Eve and we had no business being there. We had nothing to buy. We had no business being there, and we're like, "Yeah, we're going out on Christmas Eve into the stores. We're going to do it." And she's like, "Yeah, we're going to do it, and we're not going to apologize." I said, "We're not saying sorry to anybody." And she goes, "No, we're not. We're going to hold our space. (laughs) We're not saying sorry to anybody." (laughs) And I have to admit, I did say, I did say sorry to one person. (laughs) I, 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 I couldn't make it through the whole shopping trip, and I remember the stores. Uh, we were, it was, I was in the shoe department. And, uh, uh, there was a person, he went to reach some, for some shoes and I think I was in the way and I apologized. So I did say sorry. And then I'm like, darn it. I meant, didn't mean to say, I didn't mean to say sorry, but you know, like, why do we say sorry so much? And, you know, now what I like to change it with is excuse me, right? Instead of sorry, right? Because I'm not sorry that I'm there. I'm not sorry that I'm taking up space. I'm not sorry that I'm reaching for the same shoe that you're reaching for. I'm not sorry for that. I want the damn shoes. I didn't buy them. Um, Actually, I did buy a pair for my son that day. Anyway, anyway. uh, Yeah. So it's like, no. So let's change the word. I'm sorry to excuse me, because I feel like especially in like I said, as Canadians, as women, we apologize for being in people's space, for taking up too much space, right? And hell no to that. We are women. We are allowed to be here. We are allowed to take up space. We are allowed to take up sound. We're allowed to speak up and uh yeah, and share our energy with the world. And so just checking in with how often you say sorry. Um and OK, so the number two is some people are afraid to say no. And and why are we afraid to say no? Well, we don't want to disappoint other people. We want to be liked. Right. And, um, you know, like, you know, if your best friend is going to go do something and you just don't want to do it. Right. And they're really excited about it and they're enthusiastic. And you say, no, I don't really feel like doing that then their energy will shift and they're disappointed. And we're afraid of doing that to people because we're afraid because we want to be liked, we want to be approved of. Right. And so really tapping into, you know, to when, when the fear comes up of saying no, that you, you know, maybe you don't want to be left out. Maybe you don't want to miss something like, right. Everybody else is going to be there. Like some of those things and just really checking in to yourself and how that feels over-explaining ourselves is, is the number another is number three of how we are people pleasers is um, and that again is wanting approval and I see this all the time and actually my husband has said to me stop explaining stuff too so much right <laughs> you know and it's like again it's we want approval we want people to understand why we're saying no to them. Right. So we go into these long detailed explanations of why we're justifying ourselves and the person doesn't want to hear your justification. They just want to know if you want to come or not. Right. And so it's like but there's this part of us that that's wanting them to really understand where we're coming from and why we don't want to do what uh, they say. So if we go back to the example of something that somebody asking me to go for coffee and. Instead of just saying, no, it doesn't work for me at this time, or no, I have other things, you know, no, I'm, you know, like, I don't usually just say no, even though this, this, the show is called no as a complete sentence, but I think having that uh, say no as a complete sentence is a real opportunity, it's a real permission slip to, to use the word no, and to realize I could just say no, and then be silent, Right. And I have, I've done that for sure. I've done that since, since I've been exploring this, but um, as we over-explain ourselves, so, you know, wanting that approval, wanting to, um, for them to understand. So if we go back to the coffee, you know, we might say, no, I, you know, I can't because I really want to get my business set up and I want some to send out some emails and I want to get some graphics done up because, you know, and you're going on and on and they're like, Oh, okay, shit. I just thought, You know, I just wondered if you wanted to go for coffee right? and then but you want them to understand why you're saying no and wanting to get a bit of approval from them because you want them to you want to show them your worthiness. Right. Right. You're like you're you're wanting to show them your worthiness because you're explaining all of the reasons why you don't want to go for coffee. And when we're people pleasing, it dilutes our own self-expression. So another thing that you might recognize in yourself, I I know I sure do this or have for sure, is trying to be more relatable, relatable to other people. Um, Because I know that sometimes um, people might feel like I'm diluting myself to make other people more comfortable around me. And this is what we call playing small. And we say hell no to playing small right? But I would dilute, you know, people pleasing and, you know, being in conversation, I sometimes would lower my self-expression or change or, you know, even number five is abandon your truth with a capital T. What is your truth? What is your values, right? And we're going to be talking about that in next week's show, finding your values. And I feel like that is so, or not next week, I think it's a couple of weeks show actually. Maybe it is next week. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to be talking about finding your values. And um, <laughs> I just said, I'm sorry, it's just because I don't know the details, but I know it's coming up, finding your values. Um, yeah, but right. And we abandon our truth with a capital T. We start wearing masks and I, am uh, you know, I I relate to this really strongly, you know, and again, I we've talked about this as women, like what are the hats that you wear? you know, how do you change and shape shift to go into different situations so that you get along with or uh, relate to the people you're around, right? Um, You know, like I always, you know, back in the day, I would be, you know, going into the hockey games and the soccer games and the dance recitals. And I could feel myself shape shifting as I would go into those areas. And put on the different masks that I would wear, you know, Um, yeah, I remember feeling like, you know, here I am putting on this persona of the soccer mom, right, the quote unquote soccer mom, where really my truth was, you know, this strong, powerful feminist, you know, spiritual guide spiritual goddess energy that i wanted that was really who my truth was with the capital t and uh so we dilute our expression or even abandon our truth altogether and that is something that i really can't stress more is uh really checking in when you abandon your truth when you smile when you nod in agreement when you're not in agreement with somebody when you're it's not in alignment with your values and your beliefs and just going along with the crowd that is something that again we don't do (laughs) like let's like let's check in what right as we move forward as we're moving forward right checking in with how often have we done that and how do we shift that right now and then not trusting ourselves we're asking people for advice and this is why it's so important to stay connected to our intuition and keep diving into our intuitive guidance and following our gut because we have all of the answers within ourselves we have all of the messages all of the direction that we need all of the clarity that we need to grow our business to expand in our in our companies to really show up in our full expression of ourselves, we have all of the answers within us. And so trusting our gut and trusting our inner voice is just um, so important. So noticing that you're moving into people pleasing when you're not trusting yourself, when you're looking outside of yourself, when you're asking for advice instead of asking source. There is a little difference here between asking somebody for advice and talking to a coach, right? When you're talking to a coach, like for me, I need to talk it out. I need to talk ideas and different things out. And that is a lot different than asking for advice. It might sometimes sound similar. Like I know I re- I remember uh, saying to my coach, can you just tell me what to do? <laughs> can you just give me the answers? And she's the most amazing woman. And she'd be, well, let's explore it. <laughs> Like, oh, my God, just tell me this one or this one kind of thing. And you do have to go in with your gut and right and really check in, because when we give up that control, you know, we're not we're no longer taking responsibility for ourselves. We're no longer taking responsibility for the decisions we're making and and the way our life is going to shape up for ourselves because we're giving giving that away to somebody else. So if we're allowing other people to make decisions for us, then, we're, then we can't take responsibility for it, right? Which is one of the reasons why people like to do that is because then they can't take, they don't have to take responsibility for the outcome, right? And so it's coming back to trusting yourself. So that's a little bit about. Uh, I don't know if you can relate to any of those. I relate to all of them <laughs> of the people pleasing and how we need how uh, you know. I personally have spent decades in coaching to to move through them and then they still show up all like all the time and it's just coming back to what do I want and how do I want to keep showing up in in the future all right it's time for our next break of the show so when we come back we're going to be talking about clarity and clear is kind you're listening to find your hell yes with myself Candace McKim intuitive business coach and we are on inspired choices network we'll be right back
0: are you intuitive? We all have an intuition, and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? We're easy to find. Just
1: search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store.
0: This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an
1: email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. This is a juicy, juicy topic. We're talking about no is a complete sentence. I'm Candice McKim, and I'm an intuitive business coach, and you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspired Choices Network. So before we went to break, we were uh, I was talking about how playing small to please other people is actually diluting yourself. And we say hell no to that. You do not want to dilute your energy and your impact and what you're here to share with the world. So now we're going to be diving into Clear is Kind. It's Brené Brown's work. And um, I, I, w- I really want to talk a little bit more about this statement, Clear is Kind. But just to remember, re- just a reminder, I've been speaking about intuition and women and worth, wealth and wellness. Ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice. And ever since I created my Oracle Cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition, Oracle Cards. Both are available on my website, dot com, as well as, of course, my book is on Amazon. But uh, definitely, if you want to get the cards, go to my website and pick up a deck. And while you're there, you can download my, my uh, four-part video series, Realigning with Your Vision. And it's just a great opportunity to connect to... Uh, to connect to uh, the ebbs and flows of your business and how to navigate that and follow, continue to follow your intuition. It's about stopping, following, stop following the trends and fads in business and start following your intuition. And as well as my uh, there's like structure and strategies in there as well on how to build a business, but definitely how to do it in um, by following your intuitive guidance. Okay, let's carry on with clear as kind. So it was a few years ago when I first read uh, this, this, uh, the book that uh, from Brené Brown and talking about clear as kind and saying no is kind, you know, we don't need to go into a bunch of explaining as I was just talking about and, you know, we can just say no Um, not in a harsh way, we can add a little bit, but not going into these long explanations about why we can't do it. You know, that when we do that, it's like a way of justifying our answer. And we don't need to justify it. You have the right to say no to people and situations and circumstances. And so... yeah. And as entrepreneurs, you know, our friends and family, as I was saying earlier, they they think we're available all the time. Right. When we're an entrepreneur, they think of us as, oh, you're available all the time. You're just at home. Right. <laughs> just at home working. Right. Where When in truth is that we have hours and we have people and we have deadlines and we, you know, we still have, you know, set schedules. And um, so it's really it is about starting to let people know and that. You know, why don't, why aren't we clear, right? It's like, we want to be nice. We want to be polite. Um, we we want to avoid having tough conversations with people. We don't want to come across as being rude or ungrateful. And so, um you know, it's just really about tapping into clear as kind. So the so I wanted to share with you about I remember reading about this in, in one of Brené Brown's books, and then I went and taught my yoga retreat and it was it's probably my fourth yoga retreat I had taught at the time. And I remember saying to the people I collaborate with, uh, I said, we're I clear is kind is going to be our motto for this retreat. And so and what that meant is making sure that everybody knew where to be and when knowing exactly what was happening. Okay, we're having a workshop at this time and this is the topic and here's the handout and we're just going to be really, really clear. And, you know, we're going to be having a meal at this time. And you know what? It was the best retreat I have ever done. Just having this motto, clear is kind, clear is kind. And it's part of setting up boundaries, right? Is um, yes, I can do that. No, I can't do that. Uh, I apologize. You know, I apologize. I am, you know, unavailable these days, but here's the days I am available. Right. And, you know, just being super clear. And honestly, like it was the best retreat we've ever had is because we embrace this clearest kind. And then now we embrace it. Um in all of my events, right? All, everything I do, it's always like, let's be clear. Let's get clear. And I'll even say that, okay, I'm not quite sure here. Let's get clear on what we're doing here. And, you know, even having clear intentions set of what you're creating, clear clarity and being clear about whose roles are, you know, who's taking which roles. And the thing is that when we're not clear, it lowers trust and it lowers engagement, right? Because if you, okay, so this is another thing now, like, so now, like ever since the pandemic, right? We've been doing so much on virtual, uh, virtually, right? And have you ever gone onto a masterclass or into um, some sort of program and they're, okay, well, we're just going to wait the first couple of minutes for everybody to show up. No, I'm here on time. Let's get started, right? I've <laughs> ever been there and done that. You're waiting and everybody's looking at each other and you're like, uh, okay, so should I go to the bathroom? Should I get another cup of tea? Like, what am I supposed to do, right? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And, you know, now I'm collaborating with Samantha and Ranchelle and with Clarity, Confidence, Connection. Uh, mm-hmm. We do summits. We do, uh, it's just a movement of what we're doing. And we're like, Every meeting that we have, we start on time and we end on time. And if we need to go over because people have questions, we'll say, I see everybody's, uh, we're done at our time. So if there's any last minute questions, feel free and we can stay for this minute, but uh, this last few minutes. But otherwise, we're complete. Like, unless you want to stay and hear the answers to the question or the questions that are being asked, you, you're welcome to stay. But otherwise, the, the the session is over. We're complete. Thank you so much for coming. And then we'll stay and finish questions. But you know, like, people need to know where to be and when to be there. And let's get started on time. It creates safety, right? People trust you more, and it creates a safe place. And um, my next intuitive coaching academy, my certification training is starting up right, right away. And I I start immediately on time and you'll see a few people come in late they stop coming late they don't come late anymore because they're like shit what did I miss right because I'm always on 10 minutes early and and um in that academy I let people into the room 10 minutes early or 5 to 10 minutes early if they have any questions they want to ask me they get that time you know before we start but when it's time to start questions are done we're starting because it's it just creates um, yeah, like it creates trust. It creates more engagement. They're not coming in frustrated. Like how frustrating is it when you show up for an event and you're waiting around or people are starting late? Oh, oh, that's another thing. The, if the if the host starts a few minutes late, late, I was in a coaching program and that was one of my biggest pet peeves is he always started a few minutes late. And it's like, that's a power move, first of all, right? That's a power move, right? It's like, oh, I'm more important. And it's like, no, you're not. (laughs) So when people are starting late, just recognize that that is actually a power move. And they need to take a look at that, because are they feeling like they have power over all of the people, right? All of the people that are showing up, You know, when they get there two minutes late or five minutes late, and then they open up the waiting room and apologize, the apology falls very flat. And it's it's a no, you know, and uh, yeah, so that, and this is one of the very first things I teach people in my intuitive coaching academy certification training is to always start on time, start your one-on-one coaching sessions on time, start everything that you do on time. Um, and that, like I said, and it creates safety. People feel like they can trust you. If you start, if you say what, you, if you do what you say you're going to do like that, let's write that down. If you say what you're going, if you do what you say you're going to do, people will trust you more. And so that's part of it, right? Like that's just part of it. So, um, I'm even getting the hot, I'm feeling so passionate about this topic, right? And um yeah, so okay, so let's go back to clear as kind. So, why else do people avoid being really, really clear? Um, and that we, you know, most of us avoid clarity because we tell ourselves that we're being kind that we're being nice to people by uh when we when what we're actually doing is being unkind and fair so feeding people half truths or bullshit bs uh to make them feel better is they're you know energetically they're going to be able to pick up on it first of all energetically people know when you're not fully telling them the truth and i am like I am top notch at this. When I went into a collaboration, probably it was probably like 2010. I went into a collaboration with another woman and we were teaching, we were doing live workshops. And, um, that was the one thing I said to her. I said, please just don't lie to me because I can always tell. And it just insults me. It just annoys me. Right. And so when people are telling half truths or bullshitting, um, And they're doing it, they feel like they think they're doing it to make you feel better, but really they're doing it because they don't want to be in, like, they want to be in a more comfortable situation. They don't want to be uncomfortable, right? And everybody will still pick up on it. People pick up onto that energy, whether they believe in reading energy or not, they still will pick up on it. You know, I remember growing up and, you know, and hearing my dad say, Oh yeah, well he's just such a bullshitter, right? <laughs> so people are picking up on it. You're not fooling anybody. So being clear is really creating that safety, creating that that connection that I can trust them. Yeah, creating trust is what it's doing. Um, and not getting clear with your colleagues about expectations because it feels too hard, and yet then and then holding them accountable or blaming them when they don't deliver you know, that's not being kind, that's being unkind. And so especially, you know, in your job, your career, as you delegate, right, you don't want to set people up for failure, you want to set the people that that the people that you're working with, you want to set them up for success and for winning. And so uh, you want to, yeah, you want to be really clear as you're setting the boundaries. Okay, and yeah like just creating so and then as we're creating boundaries are you creating you know creating hard boundaries or creating soft boundaries right creating boundaries with um, with intention of putting your energy into something else or 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 getting out of something else so really taking a look at the the boundaries that you're creating and how it is going to support you in your vision. In your purpose, in your dharma, in what you're putting out into the world, in your business, it's going to really be a game changer by upping your boundaries and taking a real look at where you might need to create some more boundaries and um, some more, maybe hard boundaries on, honestly, some like this is the time and this is what I do. And not in that masculine energy, but really in your own worthiness. All right, it's time for our next break of the show. When we come back, I'm going to be drawing three oracle cards to represent body, mind, spirit on this topic of creating boundaries. You're listening to myself, Candace McKim. I'm an intuitive business coach on Find Your Hell Yes on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back.
0: Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also
1: send an email to info at now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Candice McKim, an intuitive business coach. And I'm going to be drawing you three cards now using my deck, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. I'm going to draw you three represent, representing body, mind, and spirit. And as well as I'm, uh, I might, if I have time, uh, tap into my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice. Read from the cards from my book, but we'll um, see what comes up as I draw the cards. So we're talking about boundaries and we're talking about uh, really setting clear boundaries that clear is kind when you're dealing with other people and especially in business and how it will really expand your business and expand. Uh, it, it well, because it creates focus, right? So when you're focusing on something, you're putting your energy into what it is that you want to, that you desire. And when you put, where you put your energy, it grows. So by doing that, you're going to expand your business just by setting boundaries and getting really super clear. And um, just a reminder too, don't forget that you can get my Oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle cards on my website, candismckim.com. C A N D A C E M C K I M. All right, let's dive into these oracles, into this oracle card reading. All right, giving the cards a good shuffle. And then I'm going to draw you three cards. So the first card is Niamas. It's for body. So when we're setting boundaries, um, so the niamas are our positive environment. So cleaning up your environment, right? Cleaning up the area, the workspace where You know, cleaning up your schedule, cleaning up your intention, getting really clear about it. It's about contentment. So being being okay with um, where you're at and not always needing to please others and look after other people's emotions and their energy. It's about discipline. It's about discipline. It's about self-study and devotion. So these are the words of uh, the Niyamas. And this is uh, one of Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga. And uh, so let's dive into this a little bit more. So discipline, it's about, you know, right, like it's, about how often do you get distracted, get on the phone, get on Facebook, social media, whatever it is. So this card is reminding us to physically come back into our clean space where we work with our discipline and our focus. Because again, I want to reiterate that where we put our energy, it grows. So what do you want? What do you want? What do you desire in your life? So let's, so now that you, you know what you desire, Creating the boundaries so that you can really put your energy into it. All right, that's the body card. Mind is child's pose, humility and protection. And again, this is what I was talking about, that being clear creates uh, safety. And this is what, and so so being clear in uh, your communication with other people, clear in what you, where you want to put your energy, clear on uh, your um on your boundaries and not wavering, not getting uh, pulled out and being distracted. All right. That's the mind card, right? So go into the mind protection, humility and protection. I need to, so this is also creating boundaries with the negative self-talk. That's what I'm picking up. Also creating the boundaries around the negative self-talk and then root chakra for spirit. So this is getting grounded, right? This is definitely the clearest kind card. It's foundation, tribe and base. And this is really about getting grounded and solid in your own energy and your own uh, personality and how you want to show up in the world. And then from there. Setting the boundaries, this card is all about boundaries is. uh, Yeah. Like, what do I believe and how do I want to show up? And uh, yeah, what. What really is the energy that I want to put out into the world and. How am I going to do it? This is not an easy topic, my friends. Boundaries are not easy. And so, um, yeah, I work with a lot of women on this. I'm an intuitive business coach. And um, I feel like this is one of the biggest things that we work on is getting clarity and getting clear on how to grow your business by setting. and, And boundaries are a big part of it. You know, what is it you desire? Clearing out the mindset and then setting the boundaries. And just a reminder that, uh, again, my book and cards, you can pick up the deck of Oracle cards on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, as well as you could book a clarity call with me. I do one-on-one coaching. I have my intuitive coaching certification training. It's going to be starting up in March. It is a six-month training that is absolutely amazing for uh, anybody who has, you know, for those of you who have that, certific- that stack of certifications that you've taken of Reiki and healing and all of the different things, bring all of your certificates and come and take my certification training. We'll put it all under the one umbrella of becoming an intuitive coach. And with that training, you also get business training simultaneously. So you'll start to grow your business Instantly. So by the end of the six-month training, you are going to be confident in having your own coaching business so that you can support other people and really do your work in the world that you're here to do. And uh, just a reminder that you are listening to Find Your Hell Yes show on Inspired Choices Network, and I am here live every week, as well as you can find it on 450 platforms around the world including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Spreaker. And every week I bring a different topic. And next week's topic is, um, I know it's here, (laughs) finding your values. And so that is going to take us right from boundaries into creating, uh, really connecting to your values so that you can live your values in both your business and in your personal life that there is no separation for me. It's uh, we have the same values for our businesses as well as our personal lives. And remember my friends, your intuition is your soul speaking to you and your soul wants you to say hell yes to life. Again, I'm Candace McKim. I'm an intuitive business coach and I'm here every single Wednesday on inspired choices network. And, uh, I would love for you to go if you're listening to uh, the podcast afterwards make sure that you rate like share all of the things it really does help us out a lot and it means so much to me and to to what I'm creating here and again my website is candismckim.com dot mcom thank you so much Your intuition is your soul speaking to you and your soul wants you to say hell yes to life. Okay, next week's show is going to be amazing. Finding your value. Thank you for listening
0: to the Find Your Hell Yes Show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you.